Hello and welcome to the 26th episode of the Kingdom Hearts World Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, and I'm here with podcast co-hosts, Aiden. Heyo. And Grace. Hi. And... Yay. <laughs> and no special guest this time. We'll just have to bring the extra special. Special guest, Richard Epcar. Ah! <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, we interviewed Richard Epcar, and that's out by now. Well, actually, it's been out for, like, a bit now. Yeah, dude, we need to put that stuff up on YouTube, um, like, pronto. Yeah, we gotta put that up on YouTube. Um, yeah. But yeah, hopefully you guys liked that. That was really cool, and he's really chill and awesome and charismatic and wonderful. And he called me a voyeur. <laughs> did. <laughs> Technically, you were. Um, it was a neat experience. Voyeur implies certain other things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, Aiden? I have no idea. Just insert a lot of bleeps like I'm saying yeah, something boop. really profane. <laughs> <laughs> it means I'm a beep, 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 beep. <laughs> beeps. Anyway. <laughs> um, but Aiden, how could you possibly beep, 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 beep? Yeah, Aiden, I thought beep, 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 beep. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. And we're family friendly. <laughs> we are semi-family yes. friendly. PG to light PG-13. Have <laughs> we ever been T beeps? for teen. I'd say T for teen if we're going by <laughs> game ratings. Probably. And, Anyway. Wait, have we ever used bad language though on this podcast? Aiden has said, "Kid has said," and uh, that might be it. Yeah, but now we've said them again. <laughs> and <laughs> I true. technically just said, and technically you just said all of them, and then you just said and shit again, and then and I just, I just said and shit. because I'm a I'm a rough kid who plays by his own rules, and <laughs> I don't. But I don't think I've ever said anything extreme, and I don't think. Oh, I think. Grace did once. Uh, I could believe it. I don't know. Like I could definitely I think one. believe that it was I did. Probably during the Axel episode. <laughs> I don't know if it was Axel. It might have been one beforehand, but I might have been talking about Axel. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, Axel. One step closer. <gasps> oh, thank to that God. Tay. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway, moving on to our outline. We've started with our intro, which you just heard, followed by our news, which we're about to get into, and there's only one piece of. Then we're going to go into our discussion about Riku. Mm-hmm. Who's awesome? Uh, and then our playlist, where I'm going to talk a bit about Anime North, and then our outro. So, without further ado, shall we continue into news? That was like that was perfect announcer voice. I'm going to applaud that one. Yeah, I've been working. And can you please put in the One Piece theme song? Yada yo, yada yo. <laughs> Dream it. Don't give it up, Luffy. In the past episode of Dragon Ball Z. Last time on Dragon Ball Z. You have to be where like, this, really Where did Dragon Ball Z come from? What is this? <laughs> Kingdom Hearts News! You want my treasure? You can have it. I left everything I gathered together in one place. Now you just have to find it. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. We've it was covered... that Nick's birthday. They were reciting that like from start to finish. And I was just sitting there like, ah, uh, yeah. Beautiful. I saw someone do it on a game show. It was... Oh, that's something. kind of fun, it actually. It was something. I will link it after the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> she was just screaming it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, this is going to be a weird episode. That just episode. sounds scary now. <laughs> it's kind of scary. This is going to be a weird episode. I can already tell. We've already gone off on tangents. Yeah, we've already gone on numerous. Take it away, Ernie! Grace, would you like to take our one piece of news? Okay, so I'm Ernie for this right now. You're then. Ernie. <laughs> take it away, If anyone Ernie. gets that Harry Potter reference... Five points to Gryffindor. I semi got um, it. So do I get like two point five points to Gryffindor? No. Nah. No, you it was, don't. No, it's, it's okay. Night, you do. You do. You get five the, points. It's the night bus. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the leaky cauldron? Where's the leaky cauldron? 
Okay, all right. So um, the news is that Square Enix has released a 2.5 HD remix survey. It's letting you send any question about 2.5 to the um, developers, as long as it doesn't involve anything about Kingdom Hearts 3. They were really specific about that, yeah. which kind of <laughs> me a little. Um, you include your name mm-hmm. and where you're from. Where you live and yeah. your social security number. Your social security number, your, your credit card number. as well. Um, preferred method of death. But that was fine by me. They really <laughs> don't want you asking questions about Kingdom Hearts 3. No. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> but, yeah, I, uh, did Your we all ask questions? Secrets. Did I ask a question? Did you guys? Yeah. Oh, yes, I copied them? Grace's question. Ooh, what did you guys ask them? <laughs> you did? What, I did, we... yeah. I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> mine was, mine was, um, I don't even think I told you guys what it was. Oh, well, you said it. You I said did? a question. I don't think... Maybe you wrote a different one. <laughs> maybe I did. I have no idea. I know um, the the question that I actually ended up sending them was, um, is there going to be additional bonus material? And then I said specifically about Ansem's apprentices. Oh. <laughs> I asked... I said, are there going to be any extra cutscenes or new secret endings in Kingdom Hearts 2.5 HD Remix? And I basically asked the same thing as Grace's, just without the added... And some apprentices. And some Dude, I think we all had the same question. <laughs> yeah, mine's just like a specific version. So we're basically all the same. Mine's just but super specific. What do we think about this? This is kind of cool that they're reaching out to their fans. Now, which ones they'll answer will show as well how much they yeah. want to tell us. But, I mean, it's an interesting idea that they're doing this, and I mm-hmm. didn't expect it like the last survey. Uh, <laughs> I know. It, I almost feel like they're like, we really want you to guys, you guys to just buy this game. <laughs> we want Please. you to think we care. So. I feel like this is just a big trash can suggestion box. I thought that too, actually. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Aiden, that thought had not occurred to me. I feel like that's just because I'm like naive when it comes to Square Enix. Aiden, we're on the same wavelength. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh... like, as I was typing it, I was like, this isn't going to get answered. <laughs> <laughs> this won't even reach Santa. like Square Enix. <laughs> Probably goes straight into like some filler. Square Enix, everybody. Let's oh, yeah. Square Enix. Take a bow. Yeah. Um, Ignoring your questions since forever, for ten years now. But I mean, like eleven, actually, right? Yeah, eleven. Mm-hmm. If We're it's old. a real thing, cool. <laughs> like that's impressive. But knowing Square Enix, I mean, who knows at this point. Uh, but still very interesting uh, idea of theirs, because I can't say before these two surveys that I've seen them ask for our input meaningfully. Yeah, I've never much. seen something like this before, so, and I, I kind of like the idea of them doing it. Yeah, but I like same it token, too. I can't see them reading every single answer that they get, because there's going to be a lot of fans who do this. Although, I mean, they didn't really put it places to like where it's easily accessible like i think it's probably on their twitter and facebook but i don't think that many people went and filled it out i feel like it's the kind of thing where like the people who are really into it will obviously do it but outside of that i don't see many people investing time in it or like yeah. finding it yeah exactly they would have kind of have to hunt something like that down yeah hmm. um, but still the idea in my opinion and hopefully they do something with it, but who knows? <laughs> I really hope that they read it. The thing is, though, like, they're they're a primarily Japanese company, so I guess they have to have, like, a division now just for reading fan questions. Reading fan emails. Every question <laughs> except ours is about Kingdom Hearts 3, and they're like, we specified this. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> I guess we'll just have to take their bank accounts. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what the contingency plan was for. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, does anyone have any closing thoughts on this? Little story? do they know, no one has money. It's just <laughs> in. Little do they know, their main demographic is kids and college students. So fifteen dollars and seventy five cents. That's it. It's like nothing. <laughs> we like, can oh, buy lunch for like maybe two people some money. in the office. <laughs> we can buy lunch. Uh, but yeah, does anyone have any closing thoughts? Uh, I like the idea of specifying something that we maybe kind of want to see. Uh, I'm really hoping so. See, now I'm second-guessing it now that you guys have said that. Like, maybe they're not. Welcome <laughs> to the realistic Square Enix side. I like... No, yeah. I like to be optimistic about stuff, especially if they're asking, because they've never asked it before. Square Enix has no place for Optimum Grace, come on. Oh. <laughs> yeah. They've had a place for no, Optimism. No, you don't understand. We'd have Versus got. 13 right have now. Optimism, we've got nothing. We'd have Versus 13 or some form of Kingdom Hearts 3 knowledge, okay? <laughs> we don't. We're not going to have anything about Kingdom Hearts 3 until, we would like, have 13 until I'm 3. probably like 35 or something. I was optimistic about Square Enix once. <laughs> then we got 13-3. Hey, if you want to be really pessimistic, I feel like this is just a grab at a news story. Because honestly, what questions can you ask about a remake of a game? Exactly! Like, like there really is no other question other than... What is the additional content, and like when is it being released? The... Like, I I can't think of anything else. Yeah, or, or at least ones they would answer. Because you could be like, yeah. oh, did you feel nervous making the more fan-loved games HD? In which case, they'd be like, oh, no, they're all fan-loved. Nope, we're not going to answer it. <laughs> yeah. Like, Everyone loves all the games ever. 10 out of 10, recoded. 10 out of 10. You love us. But yeah. Um, love us more. It's a pretty accurate summary right there. <laughs> Give us your money. Uh, and that's it. <laughs> and that's our news for today. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I feel like my question was super boring because I like I can't think of anything else. Oh no! To be like we did. I think you did the best with what you could because I mean, yeah. there's nothing. Like they're not going to drastically change the story of the games. I mean, like there's going to be no new developments other than maybe fact, a secret yeah. ending. Yeah, and the fact that they specify you can't ask about Kingdom Hearts three takes away like every viable question. Because you can't even ask, how does 2.5 link to 3? <laughs> That's true. Or, like, you know, if we do get additional content or something akin to it, it's probably just going to be, like, faded words on a screen, like, am I dreaming? Am, yeah. I, am I dreaming? What is a heart? Say a it! <gasps> and then it'll be like, uh, and then like Birth a by Sleep Volume 3. And then you're done. <laughs> Remember Birth by Sleep Volume 2? That was a thing. What happened uh, to that? Oh, yeah! That was a thing. <laughs> Where is that? <laughs> Someone this... talked about that. That was mentioned at some point. I hope that comes out after 3. Yeah, like that was shown in the secret ending of Birth by Sleep Final Mix. Which means we'll be able to see it when it's on 2.5. So, I mean, mm. they can't deny it unless they remove it. In which case, we'll be like, why'd you remove it? <sighs> Square Enix. Due to unforeseen circumstances, we cannot come out with blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I'm assuming Birth by Sleep 2 would be a big one for, like, how everybody is nobodies now. Or, like, how they how they become nobodies, I mean. That would be amazing. Right? Yeah, for the apprentices. Yeah. Grace, it's your it's your game. That's my game. It's Where is it? <laughs> yeah, holla. I want to see that. Oh, yeah. man. But yes. Yes. Um, with that, I believe we should move on to our discussion. Yay. <laughs> About Riku. And I think I'll preface this with that. I'd say it's fair to say we're all... Riku fans. Aiden and I are like huge Riku fans. My name on forums for a while was Riku. So if that doesn't say I'm a Riku fan, I don't know. So this is going to be almost like the Aiden and I on a soapbox episode. Which is <laughs> gonna be crazy and wild, and I don't know if that's happened since uh Roxas or Axel. Shion. But Oh yeah, Shion, I was definitely very much uh into talking about Shion. Like I always will be. 
But anyway, Aiden, do you want to start Riku? Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> okay, so the one thing that I loved about him was he was always... Because you know how most cartoons, they always have like crazy stuff going on, but there's always that one character that's just like the straight man. That's just like, yeah. what, what next going on? Yeah. Riku has always been that character for me because he's very straightforward. He doesn't have any like misconceptions about the world like Sora does with his optimism. He's yeah. not like he's not overly paranoid about what's going on, but he's not overly optimistic. He's very realistic. He's pragmatic. Yeah. Yes. He sees things very logically. Like he sees things how they how they are. Yeah. Yeah. He sees things the way they are, not how he would like them to be. And he yeah, and he can be kind of pessimistic because of it because sometimes things do look really grim. Mm. Yeah. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but it, it can be in, at certain times. Because mm-hmm. then he sees, like, oh, my friends are leaving me, or, like, I have nothing left anymore. It's Sora. all this darkness. I was the chosen one, but Sora's the main character. <laughs> <laughs> this makes no sense. <laughs> spoilers. But, yeah, continue, Aiden. <laughs> this whole podcast is just spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And oh, tangents. Well. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, um... But do continue. I mean, you, I mean, you wouldn't watch a episode with a big label of Riku on it if you did if you didn't figure he'd be in any every game. And yeah. You talk about him in every game, right? He's pretty exactly. freaking important. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Anyways, and plus, I always like it's always, it was always a small thing, but just the way his hair would always change depending on <laughs> where he was in his stage of like dark to light. Yeah. He's got he's really got his fun. rocker phase where he's, he's got it's long too hair, long. It's his short his like three D cut. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know. He just—he's such a good foil to Sora. Well, he works so well in in like the um, the scheme of things, because you mm. need that foil as as being the best friend, and you need someone who's going to be pragmatic when Sora's just going to sort of like go off the deep end and not understand what's going on. Yeah, he's yeah. almost an anti-Sora, but not the anti-Sora. Yeah, nope. <laughs> That's like heartless Sora. That thing is cool looking. That is cool. Oh, yes. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> And there's also the really cool thing that he becomes Ansem, or, um, what is it? Ansem of Darkness. My favorite Riku, Blindfold Riku, and how he becomes Seeker of Darkness. And that was always the coolest thing to me, even if it didn't really make sense to me at the time. Um, actually, <laughs> it's I'm still not a little sure hard to wrap your mind around. Now. Yeah, but it is still the coolest thing ever, because, like, I remember for years on forums, all my picture, like my profile picture avatars, were Riku with his blindfold on from Deep Dive ending. Just yep. the coolest thing ever. And my signature was that, and everything was that, because, ah, it's so cool. So, I mean... Well, he looks pretty boss. Oh, he, he looks pretty so cool. Boss. So boss. Yeah. And then, spoilers for anyone who hasn't finished 3D, just that ending, I don't know why, but it kind of frustrated me. Like, the fact that he was the master rather than Sora. Yeah. Well, why'd it frustrate you? Because I feel like Riku shouldn't be the master before Sora. Yeah, because, I mean... I love, like, we've made it quite clear that we love Riku a lot, and, like, he's, I could say, I could probably say he's my favorite King of Hearts character. Oh, no, no, maybe Roxas. Roxas. Yeah, I about to say, man. Roxas and Riku, <laughs> but, um, You all know my favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> like, Riku was a bad guy most of the first game. Then we didn't see him for most of the games leading up to two. Uh, oh, no, you, wait, I'll take that back. Okay, so then we saw him in Chain of Memories, and he was still struggling. Then you see him in 358 Days Over 2, and he seems kind of antagonistic because you're on the organization side. Uh, then you see him in 2, and he's like he's good again, but you don't see him for a while because uh, he looks like handsome. So Sora, on the other hand, like this whole time, if he wasn't sleeping, he was saving planets, he was locking keys, he was connecting hearts, he was defeating Heartless, and then in 3D, 
he falls victim to the organization, and then Riku saves him, and then Riku's the Keyblade Master. Which is weird, because Sora's done all this. Like, he's done so much. And that ending, like, confused me at first, because I was like, wait, Mm. why is that? Because, like, as much as I like Riku, they should have at least both become Keyblade Masters there, rather than just Riku. And, like, maybe this is part of some amazing plot twist that Nomura has planned out or something. And cause, so or some I can't, random tangent that we're about to go on. Yeah, like, I can't say fully that I don't like it because I don't know what it might lead to, but I don't like it right now, like, where it's at, because it's it's just weird that okay. Riku definitely get where you're coming from. became a Keyblade Master before Sora, while Riku's only done a few really good things that are all important, but Sora's done, like, every good thing ever. So, do you agree with that, Aiden? I agree with you more or less, Spencer, but it's just that I hate that Riku is all of a sudden, like, way more powerful than Sora. Yeah, the whole Riku was the chosen one. I'm like, okay, that's cool, they explained that in Birth by Sleep, but, like, now, suddenly, because everybody knows that, now Riku, like, instantly rises? Yeah. That, like, that okay. shouldn't devalue everything Sora's done. Alright, alright. I'm just, I'm just talking, like, base, like, strength and Oh, ability, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that as well. Not, not like they're, like, what they've done and everything, but I'm just talking, like, just straight up how strong they are. Like, Sora would, you know, conceivably yeah. in this world of XP and levels, <laughs> be way higher than Riku ever could be because he has such a head start on him. It's true. All right, gents, I'm I'm gonna let you finish, but I'm just gonna say I can, I I hate to say it, but I can totally see how Riku is the master and Sora isn't. And I'm not saying this because I don't like Sora and I don't think that he's powerful. I think that Sora is powerful. But I think that Riku might have achieved that level because not only has he had to contend with uh, the darkness within himself, but he he has to like try to find the light within him because he only saw the darkness at first, and that's what you see in the first game. And that like he's he's siding with Maleficent because he thinks that's almost the only way, and he's been abandoned by Sora. But he finds within himself that he has light as well, so that makes him even more powerful with wielding the Keyblade. And, like, I still think at that point, he's not necessarily the chosen one that he becomes later. But he has to pick up the slack for Sora when Sora's memories are being rebuilt. And he has to um, side with Diz at that point as well. So he he has to, like, undergo a transformation where it's not necessarily his will that he has to do. But it's the will of uh, what's what's better for getting Sora back. So it's, like, it's caring for others and finding that... In order to move forward, you have to accept that there is both dark and light within yourself. And because he realizes that, he's able to save Sora when Sora does have some sort of a downfall in, in Triple D. Derp, derp, derp. <laughs> yeah, like, I know, but, I, um, I know where I you're feel, coming from there. Yeah, like, I feel like he definitely, he becomes more powerful. He didn't start that way. And I think that Sora has gone through a great deal, but he hasn't had to face the darkness that's in him. Because, like, we even discussed but, this. Like, he has this sort of naivete about him. Yeah, where but then he you goes around argue, just sort of, like, like, killing all of the members but not quite realizing what he's doing. Yeah, but then you could also argue, does Sora have darkness? Like, which is what we talked about. Because you could say that he doesn't. Like, you could say that Square Enix just made, and Disney, I mean, made him, like, the pure character, in a way. Which would mean, like, I don't know. I don't think which, a character without darkness exists in this series. Um, I think Ventus? even, well, actually, the princesses oh, might yeah, be. Oh, yeah, Ventus. No, like no, his, Ventus, Ventus was thing. separated from his darkness, but I think they became two separate beings at exactly. that point. Exactly, so Ventus was then the pure light. Yeah, without darkness. I, I know, but like once he's separated from that and Vanitas becomes like a, um, a, a being or like someone else, wouldn't they both form their own separate versions of both light and dark? Because no, they're both separate the experiment- things. No, because that's what the experiment was about, was 
having them, and they're both pure, and then having them collide. But it still didn't create the ultimate Keyblade. It started to, and then they stopped it. Okay. Rise, I, I can't. No, no, I'm. I'm not disagreeing because, like, I feel like that's definitely viable. But like, couldn't the reason why it stopped forming be that they had formed separate beings, and that's why Vanitas is, um, or not Vanitas, Ventus is is within Sora's heart, but not necessarily Vanitas. No, Ventus is in Sora's heart because, like, they he obliterated. Didn't he like basically just completely destroy Vanitas, and then Ventus was damaged because Vanitas was part of him, so mm. he went. And then recuperated inside of Sora. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I do accept that, but I I feel like there, if something forms into two different beings, like if we're talking about Sora and uh, Roxas, they form two different people. But isn't Roxas his own person because he's like Ventus's heart? Um, it's it's possible. I thought it was. I thought it was Sora's nobody. There is so much in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. No. Just... I thought, but I thought like it's, yeah. I thought, I thought he was his nobody. Like but with Ventus's. Like I, I thought that the reason like he could feel emotion and whatnot, and the reason unlike everybody else for when everyone was like you can't feel emotion, but he like easily could. I thought that was because he had Ventus's heart in him, so he did have a heart. But then, but then the other organization members said that they could start feeling again, and that it was that True. there was there was another heart growing within them, whether it was theirs or someone else's. There's so much in Kingdom Hearts. I know. I know. I'm not trying to disprove anything because like, oh, yeah, I completely I understand. I actually think that you you're probably right about the whole uh, Ventus and Vanitas thing. But like, I could see Square Enix doing that whole thing where like they became separate people. Oh my yeah. god! It's like they would totally do something like that. Listeners, let us know what you think. I'm um, I'm running circles around myself. Please, but I think someone we should... send. <laughs> Something. Let's rear Send back help. to um, Riku <laughs> before we end our discussion, because uh, this turned more into a Ventus discussion, which we have not. Oh, I'm to sorry. Yet. Oh no, no. There's no. nothing to apologize. Like it's good, but I mean, like uh, we should talk about Riku too. Yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> but that's why I think he's very powerful. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it all goes down to the root that like he's accepted that there are two parts within himself. There's there's the light bit and there's the dark bit, and like you have to yeah. accept them both. I think I that's why like he became the master while Sora didn't. Hmm. I don't think it really has much to do with like abilities or power. I think it's just like Sora was weak to it because he hasn't had to face that within himself. And that makes sense too. Yeah. <laughs> I very much like his bromance with Mickey. Oh. <laughs> how, they, how they always hang out and then like in the ending of Kingdom Hearts 2 he like picks Mickey up and spins him around. <laughs> that was always really funny to me. Yeah, that was pretty adorable. <clears throat> yeah, really. Totes yeah, adorbs, when are you getting man. a spin-off game where it's um, Riku with uh, Mickey as his support. Riku and Mickey's wild adventures. <laughs> what happened happen. between 358 Days Over 2 and 2 from their perspectives. <laughs> yeah, Mickey's a total badass, guys. We just haven't yeah. known it yet. I really hope he's playable in 3. I really hope that Kingdom Hearts 3 has Sora, Riku, Kairi, and Mickey playable in a way similar to Ventus, Terra, and Aqua. Hmm. Yeah, I want Kairi to have more of a role. Yeah. Like, I really hope they expand on Kairi a lot in 3. <laughs> But we'll get to Kyrie next episode. Yeah, yeah. Make, make people not hate her. That'd yeah, be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that would be like needlessly, too. It's just like, she's a girl! <laughs> no, it's just, it's just that they just kind of like put her in. I don't think it's that they, they're mad that she's a girl. I think they're mad that there was the, no... Like, nothing about it was said beforehand, and it's just like, at the beginning of the game, she's on an island alone. At the end of it, she has a keyblade somehow. Okay. <laughs> It'd yeah. be cool if she had some sort of adventure. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, just like give her a reason not to be hated. 
Have her use that Keyblade for more than one heartless swipe and a jump. I know. Yeah. That would and let's be see something. some sort of adventure. And also, like, this girl, she's she's got to be able to put up with more because she's got to put up with both Riku and Sora and all the, the angst that's going to go with that. Yeah, exactly. Like, so. give us something, basically. <laughs> okay, turn it a Kyrie discussion. I'm sorry. Riku's that's awesome. Good. Yeah, um, back to... We'll, we'll round Riku out. All in all, like, I love Riku a lot. And even though I may not agree uh, necessarily with him being a Keyblade wielder and Sora not at the same time, um, not I do think wielder, like Keyblade Master. Yeah, Keyblade Master. Sorry, <laughs> what did I say? You said wielder. Oh, that's weird. Keyblade Master. I really, really hope that they expand upon more why Riku got instead, like more in detail. But at the same time, like I'm happy that he is because like Riku's one of my favorite characters. So I think it's really cool, and I feel like I haven't talked positively enough about him during this discussion. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'll do a quick shoot right now. I really like his appearance. Uh, I like how, like Grace said, he struggles with his inner darkness because that's like a realistic person compared to most people in Kingdom Hearts, and he like he has to battle his own inner demons. Um, because not everyone makes all these great choices, like uh, Sora and Goofy and Donald and Mickey are all able to. Riku's just the person, so I think it's really cool that they showed that not everyone in that world is able to know what's right all the time. Uh, and I think it's really cool that he manages to deal with that and come out stronger because of it. And as Grace said, possibly that's the reason that he became a Keyblade Master. And I think it's also really cool that his Keyblade is like his sword, but a Keyblade, and it looks amazing. I like all of his different costumes. I like his development throughout the entire series. I like his link to Terra. Basically, I like everything about Riku. <laughs> yeah, Basically. I really, I love how I love how his link to Terra. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. I almost forgot about that one. <laughs> Yeah, the link to Terra is really cool. How Terra like chose him to be a Keyblade wielder. I've always yeah. been very fond of that. I would love it if he was the one to save Terra from like the Xehanort that's in his mind right now. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Although I feel like that'll be Aqua. Uh, I I don't know. I think Kyrie's gonna have to save Aqua from the the land of darkness before before anything like that happens. That's true. That'd yeah. be pretty cool if if she did. Hmm. I'm calling her right now, listeners. <laughs> I think she's gonna do it. I hope she does, anyway. That would be really cool to see. Yeah, I hope so, as well. But I feel like Aqua's probably, like, one of the most powerful characters that they've got. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I just realized why um, you and I like Riku so much. It's oh, from why? what you were saying earlier, where he actually struggles with his decisions, yeah. rather than, uh, like, just instantly knowing what to do. Yeah. And, like, me and you have talked about it before. I don't think on the podcast, but, like, where we are really awkward about everything in our decisions... Yeah, <laughs> like we, we're always like overthinking everything we do, and everyone else seems like doing everything so naturally. Yeah, so, exactly. Like we've had so many conversations about that. Yeah, we have too. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's why we we're drawn to that. It's just like you know similar experiences. Yeah, that makes sense. Wow, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Now it all makes sense. It all makes sense. Um, so does anyone have any closing comments on Riku? He's awesome. And he gets that awesome outfit when he turns evil. Yes, yeah. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I'll end it with that awesome outfit. All right. So that's Riku. If you have anything that you want to talk to us about Riku for, uh, go to kingdomheartsworld.net and make a thread, or contact us on Facebook or Twitter at Podcast or Kingdom Hearts World. So with that, let's move into our playlist. Brace, do you want to start? The anime list, basically. The right? anime list. <laughs> I, I think I did watch a bit more anime. I forget the name of it, but that's okay. That's all right. I probably watched a bit more One Piece, knowing me. Yay. Yeah, other than that, I've, <laughs> I really haven't done too much. We're getting ready for um, Anime Next, which is coming up. Ooh. 
And uh, I'm also seeing some family soon, so I've been like preparing for that. <laughs> <laughs> so things have been a tiny bit like they've been they've been busy, but like not with too many of the geek things that I love so very very much. But it's like more so of the same things. Like I'm doing repairs on both um, Sky Splitter and Freeze Pride. Oh, cool! So there's been a lot of uh, me hanging out in the basement <laughs> and like paper mache and crap, and coming up with like Elmer's glue in my hair and looking like I'm <laughs> I'm shell shocked. Shell running around, <laughs> but I well, I love doing like shield repairs and things like that, and and also I'm getting my um my chic cosplay all, all ready and gotten together, and for the first time ever, I had to buy pointed ears, <laughs> so I feel really oh, weird. Cool. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, but I've got my pointed ears, and I can glue them on, and they look really cool. Actually, <laughs> they look exactly like the the ears that are from Ocarina of Time. Oh, that's awesome! You have to send us pictures once uh, you finish. Yeah, thank you. They're like the, they're you know how there's like Spock ears and there's like regular elf ears like from Lord of the Rings. Like yeah. these ones are straight up. They just go outward and they look like they're from the old game and they're so cool. Oh, that's so cool. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. my friend and I were talking about cosplay and they're like, do you know any good cosplayers? And I showed them some of your cosplays and they're very impressed. Yay! Thank so, you. Oh no problem. They really liked the chic one that you put up. They were like, whoa, because the Zelda's their favorite series. Uh, um, awesome. Yeah, that one literally like that. Those pictures I kind of threw together. Like they weren't even all that prepared. <laughs> Yeah, I just wanted to see how it would look minutely together. Yeah, you got to finish pictures. It's probably gonna be awesome. Yeah, it would be even more awesome if I had red contacts, but that would that would take like I have to order it through a prescription company and all that jazz. Yeah, Ugh, I don't think I would have that in time, <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah, I mean it'll still be like mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll still be amazing. So. <laughs> Yeah, and those contacts are costly. Like, I'm pretty blind. I can't I can't see without glasses or contacts, so I need the prescription when it comes to that. And I've got a nice pair of, like, green ones that look, like, actually kind of natural when I put them on for, like, how dark my eyes are. It's, it's pretty impressive that they actually made that work, so props to the company. But... Yeah, to get to get red ones, it would cost just as much, if not more, because green's an actual natural color, whereas red, well, it is natural, it's much less heard of. <laughs> so they would have to, like, make it specially, most likely. But yeah. Yeah. I'm nice. blind. Point of the conversation. <laughs> awesome. And that's it. That's all? Mm-hmm, that's it. Very busy. Getting ready yeah. for cosplay. I know that feeling. Um, yeah! You guys are getting ready, right? Anime yeah. North? I will get to that momentarily. Yeah! Because, uh, yeah, we definitely are, and it's super exciting. <laughs> so, Aiden, what have you been doing? I've been working. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I got a working new job. Working is, is, yeah. <laughs> I got a new job. Um, I'm now a housekeeper at the same retirement home that I've been working at, and uh, that's not fun at all. You see some nasty crap, and you quite literally see some nasty crap, and then <laughs> it's just really hard work like surprisingly because i mean i'm you know a 19 year old white kid that's you know moderately well off so i mean i don't work very often but now that you know i'm in college and i my parents are like pushing me out into the real world more and more i have to pay them like a certain amount of money every month yeah, so i get used to like you know being independent mm. like slowly Good. over the years yeah and so part of that is me needing an actual job rather than just serving two hours every every couple of nights. But it's like I'm actually learning a lot about the, like the value of hard work and all that. So that's you know it's fun in itself, but it's painful. And waking up at five thirty every morning. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> you poor thing. Uh, yeah, but I'm okay. So I don't god have more speed, spending. In there. Yeah, I don't yeah. have more spending money in the long run. Um, yeah, exactly. But as far as actual play. Monster Hunter, I mean, 
<laughs> I don't even <laughs> say it anymore. I mean, it is the new Fire Emblem. Speaking of which, <laughs> I start. I just got earlier today Fire Emblem Sacred Stones. <laughs> this is one I haven't played yet, and I'm really like I started uh, like an hour before the podcast. Really loving it. I mean, I love Fire Emblem, and I mean, the formula isn't that different between games. So I mean, obviously, I'm gonna love it. Yeah, Sacred Stones is awesome. I've gotten it's pretty cool, man. A decent way through it because it was one of the ambassador games for 3ds. And I think you'll really like it. Yeah. I like how it has two protagonists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. and how you can go like split paths yeah. to learn the stories. Oh, so cool. I'll be <laughs> honest with you. Like I started at Fire Emblem, and I I really love where the storyline and the characters are going. But I'm not quite sure. I love the tactical RPG aspect of it. <gasps> I I know because I'm much what? more of a, a traditional like JRPG turn based method kind of style fan. Oh yeah. So when I went into it, I was expecting the tactile RPG thing. It's just, it's not my favorite thing to have to do. It feels more like a chore to me just because it's like, it's not my favorite, you know, What method. difficulty are you on? Is the huh? Question. What difficulty are you on? Yeah. I think I stayed on normal. I think I might have to go to easy just for this one because I'm, no. I'm a derp. But no, no, no. Do the opposite of that. Because normal is the equivalent of easy mode in the other games. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. <sighs> hard, hard mode is where you actually have to think about all your decisions, and that's where the real fun of the game comes in. Otherwise, you're just, like, throwing my people there, and they probably won't die. I mean... Everyone dies. Yeah. But why would I want to do that if I just want to get through the storyline? Because if you're just trying to get through the storyline, and you're constantly thinking like that, you're gonna be bored by it. Like, and there's no point in playing a game if you're bored. Like, I'd say put it down now if if you're just bored by it. Aww. All right, well, I'll give that some thought. Maybe I'll give it a shot. It's terrifying when you play and people can die. I'm always like, oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love people and I want them to die. So you'll redo levels 10 billion times. With my uh, precious free time. Now that I'm working <laughs> like a crap ton more. <laughs> it's really, it really doesn't take that long, to be honest. Like I, right. beat, I beat my first playthrough in 30 hours. I mean, that's not long for JRPG standards. For a JRPG, yeah. that's not too long. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty yeah. good. Yeah, 30 hours. I think, I think I'm used to, for a JRPG, like 80 hours. Yeah. And it really depends on how much you want to min-max. Mm-hmm. So, you know. I'll keep that in mind. I, re- I definitely will. Yeah. Because when it gets harder, it gets more fun. Cause okay. You, like, there's that genuine concern of, like, I love this character. I do not want them to die. And then all of a sudden they're just like in this really crappy spot and you have no idea what you're going to do. But you slowly formulate a plan to go and rescue them. And it's just, it's just that excitement. It's fun. Okay. <laughs> all right. But I mean, whatever. I mean, whatever you choose to do. <laughs> um, and then a couple days ago I redownloaded... Sorry, I'm going back to my playlist. No, you got to. No, I had no transition though, so I... <laughs> <laughs> um, so I redownloaded... Uh, Infamous. I had it downloaded it like oh, yeah, two years cool. ago, and I've just recently redownloaded it. And um, I was like, I could keep on my old file, but I'd rather just restart at this point. Yeah. So um, I restarted it, and I'm just really loving it. Like, Infamous I didn't remember really cool. how much I loved it. Yeah, and, the, but, mm-hmm. like, and as you go on, it gets way more fun because you get like more ridiculous powers, and by the end, you can like summon giant lightning storms. It's really cool. The more powerful you are, the more you want to keep going. And then, like, I always do a good playthrough first, um, so I did the good playthrough, and then the evil playthrough. With all these powers, you can just wreck everything, (laughs) and you feel kind of awful, but at the same time, you're like, this is, like, amazing, because it's literally, like, superhero open world. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. I haven't played 2 yet. Tell me if you play (laughs) 2. 
I haven't played two yet, but I'm probably gonna get it. I think it's um, like ten, fifteen dollars now, so it's not bad. Yeah, well, I can't get the uh, disc version because my disc tray, my disc tray is still broken. Oh, true. <laughs> oh, yeah, digitally then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But um, but yeah, I'm really loving that, and uh, I started off evil <laughs> because I was gonna, I was gonna play good, I swear, but then one of the NPCs said something. Uh, yeah, something like, mean. Yeah, no, it was um, it was like they do the food drop in the very beginning, and you have to choose whether or not to kill, like to, like scare everyone away and keep it for yourself or to let them have it and I was just like I'm gonna be good and I let them have it and I was like yeah I'm really nice and that one TV guy comes on it's, like, this is all scripted to happen no matter what you do mm-hmm. the guy comes on the TV he's like this guy was at the center of the blast he's obviously the one that did it and like everyone starts hating you <laughs> and yeah. then like the NPCs were just like really mean and I was like I don't want to save these people anymore yeah, you're like, you know what, if you're going to be like that... Uh. Yeah, Look, so if I we're just... going down this path, guys, <laughs> yeah, so I'm just, just going to have to beat the crap out of all of you. I made this headcanon of, like, someone who's just, like, such a reject in society that he's like, fine, I don't care about you then. <laughs> like, you push me away, I will... I'll destroy therefore, you. Therefore, you don't get anything from me. Yeah. And it I seems just... to make sense, oddly enough. But, like, you feared my power, but I'll mm-hmm. make you fear it now. Yeah. Ha! <laughs> have, okay, have any of you played Fable... <laughs> I played Fable three. Part of I love oh Fable one, <laughs> and I liked Fable two. I started it up on it. I just never finished it, and I need to play three. But oh my god, I loved that game. Yeah, I want to play one and two. Sorry, so I know that seems like a ones. tangent, but it's like it's very like oh, you can make this evil choice or you can make this good choice. Yeah, everyone says one and two are the best, so I feel like I should play them. Yes. Yeah, I've heard the same I would thing. say mm-hmm. they're fun. I haven't played them though, so I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> This opinion is based off of nothing! Yes. <laughs> I, you know, I say that, at least. Oh, but one kind of frustrating thing about Infamous, like, it's not even, like, part of the game that's frustrating. It's part of something in my head. It's just, like, I made that headcanon, but now Cole actually, like, says things, and it's just like, uh, stop, you're messing with my headcanon. <laughs> <laughs> He's messing stop. up your Link. <laughs> Get out of here. This is my story, not yours. Yeah. Link is not allowed to talk. So, yeah. And then... You know, I have that, and Sacred Stones I've been playing, and nice. Monster Hunter, of course. And then I started uh, started reading Jam, which is by another book by Yahtzee Croshaw. So I oh, have nice. that in Mog World to read. But I haven't been reading a lot lately, because, you know, work, and then I get home, and reading sounds like such a chore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know the feeling. Yeah. But on my days off, I read, so. Nice. Cool. So have you done anything else? Um, oh, I went to Disney. Ah. Uh. Uh. See, I forget. Well, like when you when you live in Florida and you're just like, yeah, I just went to Disney. Ah, yeah, like if anyone it. from Philadelphia said that, like uh, it would be like people coming in from other rooms, like you went to Disney. Oh my that's goodness, a, that's like in Canada. We're a whole country away. <laughs> yeah, and um, so I'm going again this weekend. Ah, uh. 24 hour Disney day. I'm doing that again. I talked about that last year, I think, on the podcast. I'm so jealous. <laughs> Gonna be there 6 a.m. to 6 a.m. So very jealous. <laughs> yeah, okay, just just rub it in. Just go ahead. <laughs> yeah, Mackie and I think we can handle all 24 hours, unlike last year. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have a 24 hour. Disney I'm just gonna day. sit here and cry as watch I watch Disney, Disney movies VHS's. for 24 hours. <laughs> uh, we don't even be... have anything awesome in Canada. Canada's Wonderland. Whoa. <laughs> Better go there for 24 hours. It's not even. It used to be like the opposite of Disney World, so it had like Nickelodeon and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it got bought out, so now it's the P 
Peanuts gang, and that's it. Uh, it's all. Bizarro yeah. Disney. Yeah, there used to be like two, Paramount owned, so it was like Tomb Raider rides, and hmm. like Top Gun, and then they had to rename them all, get rid of all copyright problems, and <laughs> now it's just Canada's Wonderland. <laughs> For your 24-hour fun, I'm just going to be sitting there. Just also, me and my friends, to... Ben and Jerry. Wait, so chilling, watching open Disney movies, for twenty-four hours a day, just for tw- just for May twenty-fourth. Oh, okay. Ah, well, and technically it's part of twenty-fifth because it's like six a.m. to six a.m. So, oh, yeah. wow, <laughs> that is impressive. You I hope you make it. Feel the rage for yeah, real. Like last year, I think we made it to three a.m. But then we were like afraid we we're gonna kill people on the road. So we're like, oh, okay, we we need to go sense. home now. Like we need a Java up and get get home. <laughs> One day I will come for a twenty-four hour Disney. <laughs> that sounds like One a day. lot of fun. I'm not gonna lie. Now that I'm not afraid of losing sleep so much because I've probably lost so much of it at this point. Oh yeah, I look forward to that in college where that everyone says time just becomes a concept, and I don't fully know what that means, but I look forward to it. <laughs> Suggestion. No, I never really pulled on nighters though. Yeah. Like, like two a.m. I'm just like, I should consider going to bed. I should consider, I consider it. it. <laughs> but I mean, you know. Uh, 2 a.m. was my usual bedtime. I remember that. Hmm. Well, I yeah, but now I have this. a job that's like at 5.30 and I have to go to bed at like 10. I know, doesn't oh. that suck? I have to get up pretty early too, so like I usually have to go to bed at like 10.30 or 11. Oh. Yeah. Frustrating. Huh. <sighs> womp womp. All right. So have you done anything else, Aiden? Or... No, that's pretty much it. I mean, I've been working quite a lot, so that's making that's most of the time. Yeah, nice. Uh, okay, so I will pick it up. Uh, and I guess so I don't forget. Oh no, I'll do that after. Okay, so I'll talk about other stuff right now. JoJo Rampage is continuing. I'm on part six now of eight, reading it, and part one was okay. Part two is really good. Part three is my favorite, and well, part three and four are my favorites, and amazing. And both of them are absolutely brilliant. Part 5 was pretty good. Part 6 is, uh, is pretty good so far. And I had a huge fiasco, because I said last episode that I ordered the game, and it was supposed to come on Tuesday. But there was a bunch of, like, shipping issues, and it was stuck in limbo for, like, a week and a half. So I eventually got, like, a free copy, <laughs> because I had Ooh. to wait forever, and because they weren't responding to my support emails. But, uh, yeah, so I I got JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, All-Star Battle, and I have played it a lot, and, like, unlocked everything, all like, all the characters unlocking all the costumes and it is so fun and there it is like literally one of the most fan servicey games i've ever played in such a good way like it <laughs> has so many references to all these small things in the series and you can tell that like the developers like pumped it full of love because like it's so accurate in so many ways and it's still really fun to play and it's just like brilliant it's so fantastic and it's like such a perfect representation of jojo in game form that i would highly recommend it to anyone who likes jojo's bizarre adventure uh and anyone who doesn't you're insane <laughs> um, but that's objective. So that's been really awesome. JoJo's still awesome, and I love it. What else have I done? I saw Amazing Spider-Man 2. Ooh, that, was... that was yay, really good. Oh, I and... saw Godzilla. Oh, how I was Godzilla? To... Loved it. It was nice and cheesy. So perfect badly. amount of cheese. Oh, perfect. I can't <laughs> wait. I love the cheesy goodness. But yes, tell me about Spider-Man. Actually, my friends were going to see uh, at 7 today, and they were like, want to come? And I'm like, I got a podcast, but thanks anyways. I got um, stuff to do, guys. I got stuff. But, yeah, Amazing Spider-Man, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast, but Spider-Man's my favorite superhero, and that sounds really generic, but it's not. Like, I know, I've read a lot of comic books, <laughs> and um, ever since I was a kid, I've loved Spider-Man, because unlike certain superheroes, like, I love Batman a lot, too. Like, Batman's probably my second favorite. Well, yeah, Batman's definitely my second favorite hero, 
which also sounds generic. I swear I'm not generic. For different reasons, obviously. But Spider-Man, I always felt, was a really relatable character because he had to deal with all the things of being someone, like, in high school. He had to deal with, well, obviously his origin is someone he loves dying. So he had to deal with that while still being a superhero. He had to deal with, like, numerous people he loved dying because of him, technically. He had to deal with, like, relationship problems and, at the same time, like, school and, like, bullies and saving people. So I always thought that he was, like, really cool and relatable person because he dealt with all these, like, problems. Uh, but at the same time, like, I don't know how to fully describe it, but he always felt like a really realistic character to me because I could relate to him really well. So Spider-Man's always been my favorite. So I was really stoked to go see Amazing Spider-Man 2. And I think Andrew Garfield does a really fantastic job as, like, a modern Peter Parker Spider-Man. Especially in Amazing Spider-Man 2. He does Spider-Man even better with, like, sarcasm and jokes and everything. It's so fantastic. And Amazing Spider-Man 2 has some crazy twists that, if you've read the comics, you'll kind of expect like I did. But at the same time, it'll still be like, uh... (laughs) But I would highly recommend it. Really good. I'm not a huge fan of the way they did Electro. Not, like, not like how he looks and stuff I'm not huge on how he looks but that's like his ultimate appearance so I don't mind it because uh, it's not too bad and it was kind of silly if I to expect like his green and yellow lightning costume <laughs> <laughs> but I still did deep down but like they, I felt like they kind of like made him not relevant after a while which was kind of unfortunate but he like Jamie Foxx played him quite well and the other <laughs> villain who I don't know if it's a spoiler to say that he's in it but he was done really well uh, but yeah, Amazing Spider-Man 2, absolutely fantastic, uh, coming from someone who loves Spider-Man <laughs> a lot. Did anyone else here see it? I have I have two complaints. But yes, two I complaints? I have not seen it. Um, I'll tell you. That that is, one that is a serious it. complaint, the other is just like a joke complaint. But um, yeah. it kind of overdid how sad he was. Cause, At the ending? No, like throughout the entire movie. And oh, okay. Like, I thought the problem. Like, cause, wait, who, um, Peter? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, because yeah, I agree with part, you on that. Because part of a, a good story is to where to show ha- to show sadness, there has to be happiness first. Like, there has to be something to contrast it to. Like, I, I don't remember where I was... I read this or watched it or something, but someone was talking about an, a game that was just really terrible because it was just sad the entire time, so it just seemed, like, just lazy, really. And that's what I kind of felt like with Amazing Spider-Man, was he's just, like, really sad all the time. Like, <laughs> you, was, do, you do need something to compare off of. Yeah, and yeah. then when that really sad thing that happens at the end happens, it's just like, oh, well, you're just more sad. Okay. Although, I did think, like, how he was portrayed after that, I thought that was pretty good. Like, how he, like, because, and that was also really accurate to the comics. Yeah. Um, like, the sadness. Yeah. Because <laughs> you guys can't give it away. Yeah, and that's <laughs> always been one of my gripes with Spider-Man, so I guess that just stems from the source material, but still. Mm-hmm. And what was your other one? Electro's clothes. Where yeah, the electro's from? clothes were so silly. Like he just—he's—he materializes out of the electricity and then like clothes, clothes materialize too. It's like okay, your clothes uh, travel through the electrical stream. Like okay, I. That was what? so funny. I also the one problem like that I had with electro was he like like I said he wasn't relevant. If you took electro out of that movie, does anything change? No, not really. Other than no. like they have to use other plot devices to get people places. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like he does not matter. Except for, like, transporting but people. But then again, places. that was his character in the first place, like, when he That's was human. That's true, but I feel like, <laughs> I don't know, I feel like they could have made him tied in more with the main plot. Yeah. Because, like, the other villain was really important to the plot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But he was but not. Again, he's so. one of I love how I just agreed with yeah. you, but I've never seen this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Oh, uh, yeah. This opinion um, is based on nothing. 
<laughs> it also left me wanting to go back and read some of my favorite Spider-Man stories, so I think I will um, hmm. soon, because I love Spider-Man. I don't think I talk about him enough. He's always been very close to my heart, mm. um, <laughs> character-wise. But, uh, yeah, so I saw that. For the that. same reason that Riku is, because he's always... like he has, all He's these always a thinking. All these other superheroes always know what they want to do. Yeah, and he but doesn't. But Spider-Man's just like... And I'm like, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'd be best friends with him in real life. Yeah. Well, um, he's he's more. Re- he was one of the first realistic superheroes to have doubts and like have he- real human problems. I remember. I think there was a there's an interview with Stan Lee about the creation of Spider Man and when he first um like did the pitch for the series. Um the the main producers of of Marvel. <laughs> it's Marvel, right? I'm not crazy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. The main the main like the the people at Marvel were just like, no one's gonna want someone with real problems. This is crazy. He's a kid. And then it ended up catching on so much. (laughs) I love Spider-Man so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was also kind of funny when you mentioned, like, he was in high school. I immediately thought of Spider-Man in, like, an anime high school setting. And it really disturbed me. (laughs) Spider-Man with, like, toast in his mouth running late. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. A really Uh, thick piece of toast, though. And by the way, those actually do exist in Japan. Really thick pieces of bread. That's a real thing? Yeah, that's a thing. That's impressive. Yeah, you can see them in grocery stores. There's either there's loaves that you can buy that are literally regular thin pieces of bread, or there's ones that have really thick pieces. That is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. What else have I done? I played a bit more Dragon Quest Nine uh, after Aiden helped me out. I beat the White Knight. He was difficult. Uh, Wait, did, did we explain how I helped you last time? Oh, no, because I, I think you? that happened between then. Um, oh, okay. okay. If you ever <laughs> doubted that Aiden is the master of Dragon Quest, <laughs> this is going to blow your doubts away. I was talking about how I wanted to play Final Fantasy. I might say it on the last episode. Like, a Final Fantasy or a Dragon Quest. And it was like, play Dragon Quest Nine. I was like, oh, yeah, I have that. So we were talking, and I was like, I don't know how to do anything, though. It's like, take the game out. And I was like, what? And he's like, just put it in your DS. And I was like, oh, okay. So I turned it on, and he's like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm in Stornway. And he's like, oh, okay, go talk to the king. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, um, okay. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't get to the king. And he's like, okay, go to the billboard in the middle of town. And this is without, he didn't have the game out. <laughs> He was just telling me this over <laughs> Skype. And he's like, okay, go to the billboard in the middle of town. Read it, then go back to the guards. They'll let you through. Go talk to the king. He'll tell you to go after the white knight. Then go out of the town, go left, and go to the grove above you. And I was That's like, amazing. Whoa. <laughs> and it was all right. Like, I all did I did it all. So I was like, wow, Aiden is a master of Dragon Quest. And I'm amazed. To be fair, amazed. it was part of, it's closer to the beginning because I've had a lot of playthroughs. So, I mean, the still. beginning is easy to remember. But still, yeah. Still, though, really impressive. I have a pathetic Very amount of play of playthroughs in that game. That's pretty cool, man. It's <laughs> impressive. You know what? That ma- that reminds me. I really need to go back to Final Fantasy IX and actually finish up that game. I was having. I was talking about uh, seven with some people at school. Well, not people. Um, I was talking about seven with one person at school. Our previous co-host, Ty, and then like I left class and I was like, I really want to play Final Fantasy VII again. You should. Um, oh my goodness! Oh. That was Can a I do good a plug one for someone else. Yeah. The Completionist just finished up this big series about how they um, analyzed all the games and like as a whole. It was like seven episodes. It was really in depth, and I really would recommend it to everyone. Was it I'll have to the watch Completionist? That. Yeah, the Completionist, the completionist is really but the YouTube cool. Username is that one video gamer. Yeah, he's a really cool dude. Mm-hmm. I'll have to watch that. But now I'm holding seven in my hands, and I'm like, I think I want to play seven. Right now. <laughs> um, maybe I'll do that later. I think Max and I are watching Scott Pilgrim tonight again. Cool. <laughs> because I like I felt the need to watch Scott Pilgrim again. But yeah, so there's that. And now, uh, Anime North Yay! is Friday, Saturday, Sunday in Toronto at the Congress Center? Commerce? Congress Center? Just Google Anime North. I don't know. 
I'm gonna be there. Max and I, we're gonna be there. Max is gonna be Kise, K-I-S-E, from Kurakono Basket, or Kuriko's Basketball. I'm gonna be Fix It Felix Jr. and Byakuya Togami from Danganronpa. And everything for Togami has arrived. Oh, yeah. So, I'm ready to go. Including a chair. Yeah, well, <laughs> hotel chair. Uh, <laughs> like, the wigs here, the glasses are here, the suit, the tie, uh, I have the shoes, the pants. So, yeah, I think I'll be Togami Saturday and Felix Friday, Sunday, because Felix is easy. And also people have seen it too. So I think that's what I'm going to do. I'll probably go to the Danganronpa photo shoot if there is one. And I'm going to be at the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure panel Saturday, 10 a.m. <laughs> if you like JoJo, meet me there. Uh, but yeah, if you see Fixit Felix, who has like dirty blonde hair and uh, looks like Fixit Felix and has my <laughs> miraculous voice with someone dressed as a basketball player, Your come say hi. vocal voice. <laughs> Definitely come say hi, and I'll high-five you and stuff, because you're probably really cool, and I'd love to meet you. <laughs> but yeah, it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm there all three days with Max. We're also going to the concert on Saturday, because there's a concert for a band called Daisy Stripper, which is a really weird name. They sing Endings and Hope for Yu-Gi-Oh! Or, uh, Zexel, and they have really cool songs. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Anime North is really exciting, and we're going to be doing. Last year we said we were going to do an Anime North podcast, but we fell totally behind because it was our first full weekend podcast. And we re- or uh, full weekend con, and we were really tired, and we were not prepared. <laughs> so I was not prepared for this. <laughs> this year we Milk are was doing a bad choice. <laughs> yeah, well, pretty much. But this year we are doing an Anime North episode live in our hotel room, <laughs> Max and I. Um, oh, cool! I didn't know that! Yeah, we're going to be doing... Well, not live. I mean, like, it'll be recorded live at Anime North. And yeah, do, like, a little review. Yeah, mini-review. Gonna, it'll probably be the Saturday night or the Sunday morning. Probably the Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll talk about, like, Kingdom Hearts stuff that we've seen and how fun Anime North is. And it's just going to be a rad old time. And you will if you if you see us before we record, we'll be like we also met super cool person Ted, <laughs> and then Ted, Ted, you can be like yeah because you're a cool guy Ted, but yeah basically we're gonna be at Anime North Friday Saturday Sunday come meet us uh, if you see us because that'd be super cool, and I'm always up to talk about Kingdom Hearts with people and yeah it's really exciting and I'm really looking forward to it because it's like three of the best days of the year and it's gonna be amazing I don't think Kyle's going I think Kyle's busy which is it's unfortunate your home con man. I will meet Kyle again. Someday. Maybe, maybe Fan Expo, because that's also in Canada. But yeah, so definitely, if you're going to Anime North, let me know. Let Drop us, drop me a message on something. <laughs> I'll list all the things you can drop me a message on. And then we'll have a grand old time. So with that, anyone have anything they remember that they've done before we go into our outro? That's it. Okay, so on to our outro. I'd like to remind you that this podcast is a production of KingdomHeartsWorld.net. You can find our forum at KingdomHeartsWorld.net, naturally. Our podcast on iTunes, Kingdom Hearts World. You can find us on Facebook as Kingdom Hearts World, and on Twitter as at KHW Podcast, both of which have the album art as our images. That's how we know it is us. Does anyone have anything they want to say before we get out of here? Uh, you guys are wonderful. You're wonderful. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're really cool. Make sure to join at KingdomHeartsWorld.net. And with that... And yes, and if you're going to be at Anime North or if you're going to be at uh, Anime Next, which is actually in New Jersey, let us know. Or yeah, let us know. Or 24-hour Disney Day. Or 24-hour Disney. Disney Day. Look at that. You can meet all three of us if you're willing to go to three different places. <laughs> and on, travel a long way. In like a week. <laughs> Two of which on the same day. If anyway. you're part of the cult from my dreams, stay away. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I love oh. you. Oh, dear. <laughs>
<laughs> and with that, <laughs> we're going to get out of here. So thanks very much for listening, and see you guys around. Bye! Bye.